Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, Scorn Earth listeners, it's Phil Mackey here. And starting Monday, September 23rd and running through Friday, September 27th, we at Scorn Earth are raising money to feed and change the lives of Twin Cities homeless. We're calling it Scorn Earth's Mission for Meals, supporting the Union Gospel Mission Shelter in St. Paul. We're auctioning off some awesome sports-related packages, including Twins playoff tickets with luxury transportation to the ballpark, a gopher football tunnel experience, a Vikings-Packers package, also live show sit-ins with Glenn Perkins, Alex Boone, and a lot more. Money raised will go directly into helping transform the lives of Twin Cities homeless. ScoreNorth.com slash Mission for Meals is where you can see all the packages. That's ScoreNorth.com slash Mission for Meals. Or if you just want to donate, you can go to the same website. $1.96 provides a meal and shelter for a homeless person. ScoreNorth.com slash Mission for Meals. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. And welcome to another episode of Unchained with Patrick Roycey. How are you, sir? Sometimes I get into periods of contemplation. Generally, if I'm taking a nap down in the dungeon and Mm -hmm. I can't get to sleep, I start contemplating. And this came to me a couple of days ago. In all our in our four major sports, and God love Jonathan, we got soccer too, so five, okay. Uh, has anything? Uh, my phone's going off here, so anyway, that's a podcast. It's fine. Yes. See, yeah, I just got a notification from Score North that Laquan Treadwell <laughs> was back, yeah, this which is, is worth the notification. <laughs> oh. This yeah. is why you are subscribed to the Score North feed. <laughs> I don't even subscribe to that part of it. Good for you. I get it. Anyway, has any of the four major sports instituted a strategy that has hurt its game more than baseball? It's de-emphasizing of the starting pitcher. Uh, you know, you, there's a lot of stuff about football that drives you crazy, but that's more administrative, right? Mm-hmm. And not strategic. It's a holding more holding penalties, and and then all of a sudden, after two weeks, saying, "Okay, we're not going to call those anymore," changing it during the season. And hockey, maybe 
the general strategy of, you know, 30 years ago, it was let's go out and get six goals and win this game, boys. And now it's let's go out and hold them to one or two and win this game. It's, you know, the def- defense becoming more important than offense. That's, so I guess that's a issue. NBA, I hate the three-pointer, but I think, you know, the emphasis on the three-pointer, but the public doesn't mind it at all. But anyway, the starting pitcher. And I, I wrote this thing uh, about that last Sunday home game in 87 and then the last Sunday home game here. And it was about, you know, nostalgia in that, but it was also, without saying it, a essay on how the game has changed. It was That's what I was trying to t- uh, tell people. And in 1987, on September 27th, 1987, last home game, Kansas City, I think the magic number was three. And... Uh, Kansas City was second-place team. They escaped the top of the first, and then they get five in the bottom of the first. Gaetti, Herbeck, and Gaetti hits a giant home run. Herbeck and Pocket Pocket hit home runs. And Blylevin's pitching, and he goes nine, and the game takes two hours and 12 minutes. Sunday, Sunday, uh, they get out of a big jam in the first inning. Snow makes a pretty good play at third to hold the runner there. And Martin Perez is on the mound. Now, I'm not comparing Martin Perez to Burt Blylevin. But in any other era of the game, you would have expected to send a guy out there who's going to go five or six, right? And uh, and Absolutely. And, and it ends up being a game that you win 12-8 to eight and you use eight pitchers, seven relievers after you use this guy. Unheard of. Uh, in 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 former times, and it, the game takes four hours and four minutes. And okay, I can go back to 1961 when the Twins came here, and you know, being around people who are in their 50s and 60s, and they were Twins fans, and saying, "Hey, Camilo's pitching. Let's let's go to the game tonight." Well. We'll put $8 in our pocket and we'll go to the game. We'll get a $3 ticket and a beer and a hot dog and have a little change left over and pay for parking. But Camilo's pitching. Uh, you know, Cot's pitching. Hey, we're going to the game. It's unbelievable what they're doing to this game, and they don't care. The, the young geniuses do not care that that it is now routine to use five relievers right. every game. I mean, it's – and, you know, the Twins are going to go to the playoffs and in game two are going to use an opener in all likelihood, uh, uh, you know, and try to bullpen a game. It is horrendous for the game. Time of game, all the changes of relief pitchers, the emphasis on relief pitchers, you cannot you cannot attach yourself emotionally to these guys, Right. Right. I mean, okay, hey, let's watch Bruzdar. Okay, for one inning yep. next next year. You know, he might never get. He might. He might. He may never get out of the bullpen. He might be a relief if he's. And you wrote about that a couple weeks know, ago. I mean, it's they have the young geniuses with all their analytics, and they're doing it to win. And I don't blame them, but they're ruining the game of baseball. They, they you know, and I know I sound like an old crotchety guy, but. All you got to know is 212-404. Same situation. After one inning, same situation, 212-404. Even if Bly Levin 
had gotten knocked around in the sixth, you would have seen two more relief pitchers, uh, you know, Berenguer and Reardon, and it would have taken two hours and 30 minutes right. instead of 4.04. We think that it's what wonderful strategy to use Duffy and May early to hold on to the lead, and in modern times it is, but it's also something that your fans, that, that a fan base cannot attach it to. It, it, I mean, it's baseball. Here's the biggest problem. It's too hard to follow. I'm going to go to the soccer game Wednesday night. It's going to take two hours. It's going to be two to one. With stoppage everybody's, time. Everybody's, yeah, that doesn't count. Uh, you know, and it might be a double clean sheet for all we know. But, uh, you know, you're going to see what you see. You, you don't, baseball's too hard to work. They've made it too hard to work. Okay, who's pitching now? You know, I know Camilo started, but now we got five relievers. Uh, it's, well, they got a, I, I don't know what you, you, the biggest problem they face with all, you know, the ball's not in play, home runs, strikeouts, walks, you know, all that stuff. You know, fine. People can adjust to that, but they can't adjust to four hundred four. That's what I was going to say. It, as you, you said off the air yesterday on Monday, it's the time of the game. You can't yeah. ask a human being no. to take his or her family, by the way, to a you know Sunday afternoon at the ballpark and spend four hours. No, you can't do that. No, and you know you got to get there forty five minutes early to get you know Sunday to get a parking spot. So uh, when the Vikings are playing, but yeah, well. Okay, now it was 1987, it was more dramatic because you just lost two to the team that was chasing you, and now you're saying, even though the magic number was lower, but it was for a division, one of two division titles, not one of three, and to get you into the ALCS, so it was obviously more dramatic, but 53,000 people at that game, and you know how many were there when it ended? Fifty-three thousand mm-hmm. Sunday, thirty-one thousand announced. It was it was pretty good. It was a pretty good crowd. What well, were left? Ten thousand. They're, they're sitting out there in the rain. You know, it starts to. We have a forecast. A game starts at one ten. Yep. And they say, well, it might start raining at four o'clock. Well, that's okay. We'll be done. Or fourth, you know, fourth. <laughs> right. Yeah, we we should be done. It's in there, and you play the last three innings in the rain. Pat Borzi told me this story. Uh, the one, the one the other day at home that took the one you were at uh, Saturday was no, not Saturday. One earlier in the week, I wasn't there. But the one that lasted four fifty or what, four forty, four fifty, whatever it was. Okay, remember which which, which one was that? They, they get so they all run together. Yeah, now. they all run together. It's not unusual now. So. And I did that one go. Uh, they got beat and. Uh, did that one go 10? I don't know if it did. But he was following his phone, got on a plane in Boston in the third, top of the third inning. Watched the last three innings from his home in South Minneapolis. Yes. Flew in from Boston. That, that's worse Flew than in from Boston. That's the old, yeah, you're still on the air. Four hours. We were brief. Yeah, you were. Take away the ads. You weren't playing as long as no. they are. It's, uh, so what's but, the but they're though? starting. I, uh, you know, don't let them have all these relief pitchers. Don't let them have them. 
My plan, which I come up with, they're going to a 26-man roster next year. Yeah, and 28 in and September, right, Pat? It's not going yes, to be 40 but, anymore. They're going to get rid of no, it. No, but they can have the extra plays and name a 28-man roster, I think, for the night. Which okay. means you can, all your starting pitchers, if you got three of them, you don't put on the active loss. So unless they put a cap on that, you're still going to have 10 relievers. Okay. But... Here's my here's the plan that I came up with three years ago. Go to a 26-man roster if you have 12 pitchers. If you have 13, you get a 25-man roster. Punish them for having too many pitchers. It's And by the way, the Twins, even if it is 28, are playing a brand of baseball that hopefully we'll never see again in September. Hopefully we will not. This will not be possible to... To uh, have seven relievers in one in one game, you, you you hopefully that will not be possible because of they're limiting the roster size. Right, they have every player that is not hurt and on the forty man roster. Yep, in the dugout, everybody. Yeah, everybody is in yes. the dugout. I saw them all. It's a uh, uh, now these, pro- bo- these box scores in September, Pat, are ridiculous. Oh, God. Well, Provost was saying to me the other day, he was saying, why did they ever think this was a good idea to play with different rules in September? Well, you go back, and there were two pennant winners, right? Yep. The Yankees and somebody else, you know. Mm-hmm. And for the, I think, and I'm not sure, I, can't, I never really cleared Calvin or anybody on this, but I think it was, okay, those clubs that are also rands. You know, because the Yankees aren't going to call up about, you know, the theory back then was they're going to play their team until they win the pennant, right? Right. Uh, They're going to play their 25 guys. But I think it was to give this, the bottom feeders a chance to look at three or four players in in September. You know, the Twins calling up Steve uh, Lombardozzi the one year and and stuff like that. But these, you know, the cheap-ass owners back then, would call up three guys, three, four guys. No one ever envisioned when they had this rule, 39 guys in the dugout. Nobody ever envisioned this. And I mean, it's, it's, this is death by suicide. This is death. This is self-inflicted. It's not the game. This is self-inflicted by the analytic geniuses who are, uh, you know, saying it's you know we don't want a pitcher facing a, we don't want a starting pitcher facing the third right the third time know, through third time through yes but I mean wasn't the game when you were a kid the game was ooh Blylevin got out of that mess in the sixth you know this you know uh, stout effort by Cott there he got out of the this was before your time but no I know you know he's in the seventh but, there's two on and two outs he never even looked over his shoulder. Two on, two outs in the seventh. You, but you're right. You used to look at in the morning the newspaper, the, the starting pitchers. Yeah, well, for the and twins. that was and that was sort of how you based on. Oh, that might be a fun game. Yes, that might be a good game. Yes. You're right. And the uh, you know you look to this morning the Twins. Now the ESPN has Gibby listed for Wednesday, but they Twins got Odorizzi, TBA, TBA. Yes, for the and they're trying to win a division title. Yes, and they don't know who the hell they're going to pitch. And nobody thinks anything about, well, hey, a couple of bullpen games. That's great. It all started in the postseason, by the way, when they started this this whole concept started when they started hooking guys in the, you know, 
the first sign of trouble, and it's only been going on for about five years. Which, which the, well, what did Council do for the Brewers last year? Let his guy get, let his starting pitcher get one out against the Dodgers, and then yanked him. Yeah, out of that. yeah, right. And, and, and now he's going to be the. He should be the manager of the year over there. He loses Yelich, and they can't lose. I know. And then all of a sudden, their pitching is great, but it's also. But he's using everybody again. Yeah, it's also bullpen. It's bullpen crazy. Not, I think losing the starting pitching is the worst thing that's happened to a major sport in my lifetime. I think it is. Interesting. The worst thing as far as a strategic strategy. I think it's the worst. Hmm. Anyway, that's my, that's my opinion. What, what can you think of that's worse? I'm trying to think. You know what? Hockey went down this path before they lost the season to the lockout in 2005. And that, that's when Jacques had, had the trap. Sure. So so he figured out, here's how I can stop teams. But mm-hmm. I'm going to make the game boring as hell, but I don't care. Yes. Well, and, yes. And then if, if you recall, when the game was locked out in 2005, Shanahan and his buddies got together and went to the league and said, we've got some proposals for rules. We need offense back. Yes. And they put a lot of those in. And it actually was very smart. And it's worked. It, We've not gone back to what the Oilers did in the 80s, but we've at least gone back to if you score four or five goals, you're not amazed no, by it. you're going to win. I mean, I mean, but, but previously, I'm, that was one, the trap was as bad because that made that made the game, when the Wild came back here in 2000, that sport was damn near unwatchable. Oh, yeah. Well, I, the over and so unders. That's as close as I can get. Vegas over and unders on hockey games were four and a half. All at four, yep. you know, four, four and a half. Where yep. They were virtually every game you saw was either four. Yep. Some of them were four. That was before they started adding the automatic winner, you know, mm-hmm. the shootout. So you all you automatic, you know, then the over and under went up because that was good. somebody was going to get a goal after the game ended, right? right? After the fact, you yes. know, after overtime. Yes, they yeah, were. after the fact. Yep. So, you know, you'd get your 2 to 2 game, but the over the four and a half wouldn't work, but the over and under was four and a half. But the difference is this, which used to be the over and under on the Oilers, maybe except it sure. was five and a half. But the difference was this: still, a hockey game could be boring, but you knew it was going to end in, let's say, if it started at seven by about nine thirty. Yeah, that's the problem with baseball. I'm, I'm with you. I don't think that you can ask a person to go to a game and say you potentially are going to have to invest four if hours you wanna, of your you, life if you want to. If you want to stay there for day, yeah. but eighty percent of the people just leave. I mean, the Twins are playing. As I said, Sunday they're playing. This is they. You know, okay, you win this game, it's down to three. You're good. It's a, it's a it's a big game. Nobody's left. They all yep. said the hell with it. There was fifteen thousand maybe left in there, and I left. I left after six. It's I hard looking to... on TV. There was nobody there. I wasn't working. So right, but it's uh, and. And you said Jack didn't care that he was making the game unwatchable. Yeah, yeah, he just, These guys don't care no, that they're making the game no, they're, unwatchable. They're trying, to, they're trying to win. They're, they're trying, trying to, to be smarter. Yes. They're trying to be smarter. Their, gene, their Harvard guys are trying to be smarter than the Harvard guys with every other team. Yes, and they don't care. So so they're, they don't care about what takes place on the field if they feel like they're manipulating it to benefit their team. Yes. and the, the So they don't care about the, the fans. Really. And Jack and didn't the, care about the fans. The Twins. Now, I'm not a go-go Sox type of guy. You know, I'm not a guy that, uh, you know, loved the St. Louis Cardinals pesky baseball, as Whitey called it. We had all the pesky guys. But 
They've had three stolen bases since the All-Star game. Yep. Three. Yep. And as I said, Lamar took off the other day, and you could see when yep. he got thrown out that he was like saying, wasn't that a hit and run? And somebody probably said, we don't hit and run. We don't have a hit and don't run. Don't worry sign. about it. We don't Ryan, have a we don't have a hit and run. You sign. did it, Gwinnett, but we don't hear. <laughs> yeah, right. The Gwinnett. But brave. you know what the problem is? The problem is so so a guy like Garver who was not a very good catcher last year goes and works then yeah. in the winter to improve himself, and they say get down on you know do, do yeah. the thing on one knee, and the response is okay, but if I do that, I'm going to be more susceptible to guys stealing bases. And the comeback is no. It doesn't matter. Nobody yeah. runs, and yeah. the pro- and and then the further problem is nobody sees that and says, okay, there's a problem with what he's doing style wise. So we're gonna run. They just say we don't steal. Kansas City, yeah, they double steal the uh, stubble stole yeah. on him yeah, a couple of days. But ordinarily in sports, you but, you would look at what he's doing to give you an advantage and take advantage of that across the board, wouldn't well, you? Kansas City's strategy this spring. Was okay. We don't have power, you know, like other teams. We're gonna we're gonna be the running team, and they are, and they they just lost their hundredth game. Yeah, you know. So that's never, that's not gonna change. I'm not saying oh, get them moving and do do all that stuff, but the the bottom line is, the the emphasis on relief pitchers to me is killing the game. I, I don't like the ungodly shifts and all those things. You know, I love the the guys. Say, well, a real hitter beat the shift. No. They don't want him to beat. The, they don't want him to beat the shift either. They want him to hit home run. Yes, hit the ball in the air. Keep hitting in the air, even if they got everybody uh, over there. So I, I, you know, this season is fantastic. I mean, it's the most incredible season of my fifty nine years of following the Twins. But it's also part of a game that's in becoming increasingly unwatchable. Now I find the NFL unwatchable because of the penalty. I'm with Tom Brady. <laughs> By the way, Tom Brady but Tom Brady's tweet about how or was well, it Rogers? Who was it? Rogers? Tom Brady. And Tom Brady. If you're I'm watching not, Jacksonville, Tennessee, you got problems anyway. Yeah, yeah, and you got Giselle at home. But uh he's uh Well I'm uh, hoping the next room. Yeah. I I, mean, but, I hope he but, was at but, home. But I think it had an how about the NFL then saying, Okay, we're gonna stop yes. those first two weeks you saw all those late results, which are probably illegitimate because of all the penalties, ah, forget those. Yes. And by the way, the Thursday night game that was played under the old rules, we had 11 holding penalties. Uh, it's unbelievable the way these idiots change their rules, but nobody cares about that. But they haven't ruined their game as much as baseball has their their suicidal attempts to ruin their game haven't been as effective as baseball. Partially too, because they've done their damnedest to get as much offense in their game, and people like that. Oh, Baseball's got the is, offense from home runs, but you're right about the pitching changes and the pace of play. But I will say it is amazing how good defensive strategists are in the NFL. Because five years ago we had Herman. And these 40 to 30 games were driving him nuts. Nobody played deep, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they, you know, they adjusted that. Now, what's interesting is five years ago in baseball, what are we going to do to get hitting back in the game? You know, there's too many two to one, one to nothing games. Now you got, what is Trevor Hildenberger still doing here? God almighty. It, it's batting practice. You got guys running out there throwing BP. And, 
But I think it's, again, the emphasize, emphasis. One reason you see so much rotten pitching is you've got so many pitchers. You know, you don't get any innings out of your starters mm-hmm. who are supposed to be half-ass decent mm-hmm. from very good. You don't, you don't get any innings out of your starters, and you got three good relievers or maybe four like the Twins do. That means you got five of them who stick who are going to get out there time and time again and uh, get the hell beat out of them. So, but they. Uh, but what is the fix here? Ultimately? I don't. Know. I don't. Less less relief pitchers. Uh, so something to, you know, supposedly they're going to make the relief pitchers face three guys next year, unless it's the end of an inning. That'll help to some degree, but I don't think it's going to change. The fact that uh, you're going to send a starter out there with the idea that, ooh, I hope he can, I hope he can get through the order the second time. Why on earth do we, if you warm up in the bullpen, which every guy does, why do you need to come in and throw what eight more pitches? Yeah, that's true. Like, let's if we're going to do this, lob let's... it in to get lob yes, in two lob... to get yes. used to the mound. Yes, you know. two. Yes, and then let's go. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And you also don't need Rocco going out there. if he wants to make a change. Just have a signal. Hey, get in here. Yeah. How about Ned? How about Ned, the changes he was making? Ned, your team's lost 100. Let that guy face another hitter, for was, God's sake. I was complaining what about that Saturday. What are you doing, Ned? Yeah. Right, like you're lost you're 100. To, you're about to retire. Yes. You're yeah, you're quitting. Your, you're going to announce you're your quitting. retirement. You know why he quit? He's fatigued from walking to the mound and back all the you time. You know why? Because he didn't take enough naps <laughs> yeah. in the Royals' nap room. Yeah, God. Okay. He didn't get enough R and R. Well, it's it's. I hate to complain. You know, I. It's still. I would. I don't know if it's still my favorite game. It's. Uh, it's. <laughs> what's it's, it's what's hard. in the conversation now? I I have no idea. Because you don't like the three pointer. Well, I don't like basketball as much as the three pointer, but uh, you know. Basically, they all drive me nuts. You, you know, know what I think? Your favorite game now? Netflix shows. <laughs> hey, I did the one game that the Twins ended up. What was the one that at the one that came back in three, four times and ended up beating the game they law they White. got a bunch they got some in the bottom of the ninth and then more in the White Sox Yeah, game? was it the White Sox game yeah. that they came back Yeah, they twice? Would, yeah, they wouldn't go away. It was 10 or 11 innings. Yes, and that's yes. the one I, went, I left and went home and it watched went the rest like, of it. It went like what, 5, damn near 5? Yeah. Yeah, I watched I, left. Uh, I watched uh which uh oh, uh, in the heat of the night the original one was right. Steger. I was switching around and I ran across it. It's one of my favorite movies. It was 11 o'clock. I don't even know what inning they were in. And I said, to hell with it, and watched it in the heat of the night. And then flipped back over just in time to see the walk with the bit. Wasn't there a hit by Oh, hit, hit batter. Hit by a batter with the Hit batter runner. to end the game. Yeah. Yeah, it was, the, it was the guy that they signed who was, what, infielder for the Yankees? Well, here, Torres? Here's the other reason. There's less, less reason to follow it, to stick. To the broad telecast or the broadcast because you can just look at Twitter and see if somebody scored or not. You know, you get that, yeah, that's true of football yeah, too. Yeah, right. You can follow all the football you oh, want I, on Twitter without watching. No, honest to God, there's more sports available on television than ever, and I watch less. <laughs> I watch less. Even golf, which I used to watch faithfully, I only watch the big ones now because these talk about guys who can take time. Holy. 
you know, I mean, five hours of twosomes playing five hours, they take forever to hit the ball. I'm with you. You know, wow. I don't know. I'm with you. That's why time sports now. I'm big on time sports. Yes. At least I'm going to have an idea of when I can leave. Yeah. Soccer's, you know, it's a game of the future. Drink some beer, hope somebody scores. And the other thing is, no overtime in the regular season. End it. There's nothing wrong with a tie. A tie never killed anybody. Tell National Hockey League that. Yes. Bring back the tie. After three periods, I'd be fine with that. Well, how about college hockey now? Talk about morons. We're going to have the... The women are going to have this too, right? We're going to have the five-minute five-on-five because that's mandated by the NCAA, right? Yes, yes. And then we're going to play three-on-three. Yep. And then we're going to play the shootout. To get one point that basically does not count in the NCAA pairwise ratings, which are the only thing that gets you into the playoffs. You know what? In this town, it don't matter. Yeah. We used to care. Yes. I still contend we don't care. College hockey? Yeah. I mean, the Gophers used to be, Oh yeah, you know. I was over there. I went over to see Motsko about that Laverne piece. And I like Motsko. He's a good guy. I like him. This is nothing against him. He's going to win, but I, I basically told him, listen. The Gopher crowd, to a big degree, now the old Mariucci, obviously, but the new, you know, they, they had the seats down there that the, you know, the businesses bought and stuff that nobody sat in until the second period when they'd sneak down there because the others hadn't showed it, right? But yep. I mean, I mean, even six, seven years ago, you wouldn't get it; wouldn't be actually full. But, but the traditional hockey crowd was the four guys from the east side of St. Paul in their beer jackets that would get away from the wives on Friday, at least on Friday night, mm-hmm. and go to every gopher hockey game. They go to all of them. Mm-hmm. And and then you say, oh, by the way, those tickets you got, we want you to give us $300 extra, you know, for those. And, you know, these are guys paying the bills, yep. you know, working at some small little factory over there on the east side of St. Paul, and they said, the hell with it. And they're not coming back. They're not coming no, back. No, no, they lost they're, interest. They're not. Well, plus. I think they lost interest. Plus, it's a commitment to go to a sporting event at the University of Minnesota. It in the winter, it's cold. You got to walk. They're charging you the they're ripping you off at the parking ramps uh what 10 minimum, oftentimes 13, 14 bucks. Yep. You want to go to a volleyball game, they're charging you 10 bucks to park. Yep. Which is And the best ramps aren't that close now. No, because they're no, all No, there's reserved. one over on uh one over on uh Washington. That one you can park there, and then you can walk through, and then you got the other one up on the up over towards the complex, and nothing. It's it's hard work, and then you got them out of the habit. So the hell with you, right? Yes, and how how about the fact that the basketball team? I think I saw this does not have a Saturday afternoon home game this season. Do not. They do not. It's officially done now. They have one Saturday game on the schedule, and it's a non conference. They have no Big Ten Saturday games, and they got all these damn Sunday afternoon four o'clock things. That is the worst time of all. Your old traditional fan. I mean, even the dad who wants to take his two kids. First of all, they can't afford it anymore, and B. 
Sunday afternoon, that's when you're winding her down from the weekend, right? I mean, yeah, not, you don't want to go out a Sunday. No, afternoon. you don't want to take those little brats out on a Sunday. You know, the twelve and ten year old no. boys, and yeah, it's. Uh, but if you told me fifteen years ago that that in two thousand nineteen twenty the Gopher basketball team will play no Saturday afternoon conference home games, I would have said you're crazy. That will never happen. One or two o'clock on Saturdays, man. That was it. I mean, the old system when they had a ten team league. God love it. Because everybody they've added for basketball except Maryland has brought nothing to the table. Nebraska brings nothing to the table in basketball. And the Penn State's putrid, and Rutgers is putrid. So they've expanded. The, it's you know get Nebraska and Penn State and football was good, but it's it's a terrible for basketball. But when they had a ten team league, you played Thursdays and Saturdays, mm-hmm. and then you were home one week and gone the next. So if you were planning to you know, go snowmobiling. Oh, hey, they're not home that week. Oh, you know, we can go up north and drive around on the snowmobiles. And uh, yeah, it's the scheduling has uh, made it. Uh, I'm wondering if people think it hurts football too, not knowing when to get. They just announced now that the Illinois game starting at two thirty. Yeah, this week just on. like two days yep. ago, like yesterday, yep. they announced when the game's being played, and, and that's the Big Ten home opener. And TV's been doing this for how long now? Yeah, this I, has I been know. a while. I mean, for it, it, there's no sense in complaining about. I tell you what, hasn't been gotten enough attention around here. What happens to the financial uh, system? This financial wherewithal of colleges, if Kids get to start selling themselves. In other words, if if I'm a, you know, if I want to, if I'm a Nike school and I'm Billy Bob superstar, if you can benefit from it, if I can go get an Adidas, uh, I mean, the whole financial structure. Oh, it'll be of chaos. They they make money off. Want to be great? They make money off their corporate contracts, right? Yes. That, that yeah, you're a Nike you, school. You're yes. whatever. You're. you're I mean, school, but yeah. bang, you know, yeah. what if, what if just to agitate TCF or whatever they're going to be called when they're done here, USA US Bank signs up uh, Tyler Johnson before his senior year. Well, I think it's great. But, you love but it? here's what it's going to hurt. You know, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt the 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 rest the smaller programs because that's where they're going to steal the money that's there you're going to start dropping programs left and right you know i think that's if, if it if it goes through and the idea that they're going to throw california out you know they're not going to let california teams compete the ncaa is nonsense why don't these guys tell the ncaa to shove it honest to god the ncaa what do they bring i don't know I don't know, but uh, they're they're following the FBI now. They're going after Bill Self, Self yeah. at Kansas, and they're going to get four or five other of the big schools. You know what Coyle should do very quietly? Put the damn banner back up for the final four. <laughs> yes, While right. the NCAA is obsessed with all this other crap, yes. put your banner back up in your rafters and celebrate 97. Boy, it's going to be interesting, though, what the hell happens, you know. I I was over there the other day though looking at I, I was went over to see Botsko and I well I was I had time to kill so I walked over to the, what they've see what they've done with the volleyball the Mariucci and then you know the hundred and seventy million dollar 
practice buildings that are mostly for football. It, and then they got the new ballpark, and they, you know, saw, they have no facilities excuses over there anymore. They're, they, nope. they're putting seven or eight million into that dumpy old field house. You know, the the field house there. On, oh, are they really? Uh, yeah, yeah. They've been construction on that forever. There are no excuses over there right now. If if you they've can't, got basketball courts now. Yeah, they can practice. Yeah, if you can't compete, it's your fault. It's it's your get a new coach. If you can't compete now, get a new coach because there's they got everything now. Even volleyballs. Now that volleyball has air conditioning, instead of having the poor girls in there in August dying when they're practicing, uh, they got no excuses left anymore over there. They got everything. Yes, they've yeah. The worst. They're in fine shape. The only the only thing over there that I think is terrible is the football stadium. I underbuilt. I mean, not size wise, but no amenities. You know, you're just they, still mad because there's not an escalator. No, well, how can you be you that stupid? Those steps. How can you be that stupid? How can you build? How can you spend two hundred and ten million and not have a people mover? Well, you hit it. Why didn't they tell the Vikings? Yes, okay. we won an escalator. We got you by the short hairs. <laughs> you're gonna get a. Uh, you're gonna get. It, it's a podcast. You can yes. say that. No, you're gonna. We got you. You're just getting. You're getting a free one point two billion dollar stadium. Yes, but you don't have it for two more years. Yes, we want a hundred million dollars. Yep, we want you to give us a hundred million dollars, and we'll start by installing some. Escalators. Escalators at the football stadium. So our older crowd, and that's the funniest thing is that's still an older crowd. Oh God, those yes. people want they need escalators. I went to a soccer game. I went steps? to a soccer game. There as a fan. Yeah, I hooked them up. My kid, I was with my grandkids. They had to wait for me for like eight minutes up at the top. They ran up the steps, and I said, "I'll be there in an hour. Don't worry about it." God Almighty, what a bunch of morons building that thing. The whole concept of getting back on campus so the Dave Mona telling us so the band could march down University Avenue. I don't even think they march down University Avenue, do they? I have They're no going to go idea. by the frat houses. Yeah, the frat houses don't know there's a game. They don't go to games. because oh, they're sleeping because they're hungover kids. <laughs> yeah, they they have no interest in what time you start your they game. They can't make that 11 o'clock. they got to get to the party Madison, At least in Madison. Yeah. They don't show up for the first quarter, yep. but when you look over there, that's, that empty student section is, you know, okay, they got 15,000. They had they had 12 when the game started, and the 11 o'clock game started. Planning for a secure future requires sound investment advice. That's why I rely on my guy, Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold, for guidance in planning and maintaining a long-term financial strategy. This is Ricey, and I've known Josh for many years. I trust Josh and recommend him because he listens and delivers the kind of service that you'll need to feel confident about your financial future. I encourage you to get to know him the same way I did many years ago. Call Josh Arnold at 952-925-5608 and set up your 48-minute no-obligation consultation. Call 952-925-5608. You'll always get straight talk, not sugar-coated advice. Call Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold at 952-925-5608. Investment advisor services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota.
Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. The leaves are changing. How about uh, how about what Wisconsin did to Michigan? Oh. Just ran. Is he is I think he's done. Is he in trouble? He's I think they're going to run him off. And they, you know God, what? It was awful. You know what it's going to cost to fire him? Like twenty five or thirty. But million. how the hell did this happen? I don't know. He always. The, you know, I thought he'd be great. Don't you think though? Part of the recruiting ratings are based on a lot of it is based on who's signing them. Don't you? Oh, think? probably. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, he gets, yeah, he that gets makes sense. the big. But I thought you know, he was going to be recruiting. good. Oh, I thought he was going to be fantastic. And I thought, you know, he'd, he'd go there, win, and every NFL team that had an opening would be trying to hire him. I don't know what it is, though. He might not be able to relate because he's so goofy. Maybe. You know, but, yeah. That was Wisconsin awful. just ran through him. Oh, and, and Wisconsin, far better than I thought. Yeah. So yeah, when the year started, I thought, oh, back. it'll be the Big Ten West. Uh, Wisconsin's really good. Paul Christ is one of my favorites because he doesn't. He comes off as the most boring guy ever, and they, all my fellas over there say he's he's a foul mouthed hard nose when they're just talking to him. Yep. You know, he's he's completely opposite in real life and with his team. You know, he's got fire. He's got profanity. <laughs> you know, the the I fell in love with him when he when they got him on that sideline at that Miami game two oh, yeah. games ago. Yep. Take that. Turnover chain and you know yep. when they caught him on the sideline. Yep, you know uh, you're not going to have He's a good turnover. Coach. You're not. Yeah, he can coach. He's a good coach. You're not going to have a turnover chain at uh, at Wisconsin. No, I don't think. no. But that was I was amazed that Michigan was looked awful. Oh, they looked. They just, absolutely I didn't see much of it. They just awful. ran through them. I watched a good portion of the first half, and it was terrible. How come our guy Richie is? Uh, I think I think Richie might be okay this year. You know, I think that with all these transfers and stuff. But how come he doesn't get the Minnesota kids? I don't know. I mean, he got Kalsher and or right. Otura, and uh, the third kid Williams, or what's he call himself now? He was the kid that changed his name from. To, yeah, uh, I know who you're talking you know, about. I forget, yeah. but yes, Thomas for, to something else now, but. He got Omerger or something, but he got those uh, three, and then man, he's he's uh, they're they're committing like hell to us. Here, if you're a tall white guy in Minnesota that's well thought of, you end up in Wisconsin, don't you? They say, come on down here. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll teach you to play that white boy ball that we play down here. You know. <laughs> yeah, but why? You're right. Why is he not getting those kids? I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. And they go there, and they're. They're good. They're fine. You think some of them might be our beloved barn? You think a lot of kids look at this place is a dump, you know? But they they've spent a lot of money there, and, and we know. don't want to replace it. So yeah, I, but you know I what? Know what you know what, Pat? Where, where the Badgers play, Kohl Center is no great shakes. Oh shakes. God, no! It's, it's a it's, it's a sterile. Anna's, yeah, it's Anna's. it's a it's a bad version of an NBA arena. Mm-hmm. It's got no character. It's got nothing going no. for it. No, that's true. And they get kids, so well, I don't college, know. College, you know, college sports in general, man, it's amazing how people aren't going to games. They've, they've just gotten out of the habit. They're getting old, you know. They're you well, know college I think, football. I can't blame them. Well, I think part of it too is you know time. they're too old to go get hammered before the game and uh, tailgate. You know, and you know you get to be seventy. That's hard work, man. The, Seventy. Know. That's hard work at fifty. Yeah, I know. But what I'm saying is that old that old crowd that you used to see there that were all 
yes. 55-year-old people whose whole weekend was going to Penn State. I think you know what, 70. You know what? College football, same problem as baseball. It's way too long. Oh, God, it's awful. The worst thing they ever did was give some guy up in the booth carte blanche to look at everything. Yes. Then rather than just look at challenges. Why is, what the halftime? Just cut halftime. Yeah, well, Tell the band, play one song and must, get out of here. They must have they must sell the hell out of halftime ad wise or something. It's uh, it's unbelievable. All right, do we got a positive uh, positive pat or a rant today? Well, I guess the positive pat. I'll give how about Nelly Cruz? Give him Nelly Ooh. Cruz. A, what a fantastic season he came in. Now we're now we're being given the BS story that he vowed everybody he hit 400 this year. It's not, I mean, that's easy to say. But uh you know, it's uh it's been, you know, about the time you thought he was falling off here about ten days, and he goes out and hits two, and and then hits one the next day. And the it's a fantastic story. Yeah, it is, and they hit him three all year. And he and what's interesting about you know what's interesting though, which tells you about modern baseball too and Twins version, they don't even pitch run for him. You know, in a close game, he gets the first the eighth inning. For a hundred years, you take a guy like that and pitch run for him, right? Yes. They want us to keep him in the game. They might need a home run in the eighth or in the tenth, you know. Yes. But uh, yeah, I'd say him. He's been one of the great additions to a team that we've ever had around here. It's been fantastic. So I'll, I'll my uh, positive pat would be a big uh, howdy do to uh, to uh, Nelson Cruz, who is a bit of a character too. Yeah, he is. You know that he? Did you know that he brings in? These two guys come rolling in the clubhouse about three thirty every afternoon with all this Spanish food in big trays. Oh, is that what they're bringing in? And he in? pays for it. No, he pays for it because they—it's not part of the catering. They, I mean, it's not part of what they have there, and he pays for it. And all the all the Spanish guys, you know, you can, you know, if you're a white guy, you know, if you're Kyle Gibson or something from Indiana, and want <laughs> he needs to eat, it. You Kyle can, needs it to gain yeah, the weight. You can eat it too, but uh, he, he brings it in for all the Spanish guys, and he pays for it. Comes out. Okay, yeah, chair. no, I, I saw those guys. I didn't know what yeah. they brought in. They come rolling in. Everybody high fives them, high fives them, and all the Spanish guys. By the way, somebody uh, looked at the Twins forty man roster for eighty seven. Four guys from out of the country. Four non. Four. Guys that weren't born in the United States, it's changed a little. Oh man! God, are they lucky? The way they've lost the black athletes, are they lucky that they found this gold mine in the mm-hmm. Caribbean? They've always been there, but uh, and yeah, I'd say for all my complaints about how the game is being played, we can do a positive pat on the Twins heading for the playoffs because I'm shocked they got no shot against either team. But you know. That doesn't mean this hasn't been a fantastic. If Severino's game. pitching well for the Yankees, they're yeah. in trouble. If he's not, I think they got a shot against yeah, them. They, well, they, I, they could make Houston. It I think they've got they could no make chance. It Houston, no. I I think it's going to be the Yankees though, and everybody say the Yankee jinx. It's generally not a jinx. It's generally the best team wins. So Absolutely, we'll see. All right, sir, we're done. We'll talk to you later. All right. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.